You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family. Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the most dramatic podcast ever. An iHeartRadio podcast. Happy Mother's Day. Chris Harrison, Lauren Zima, coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas on this Mother's Day. A day to... Take pause and think about and thank the incredible women in our lives who have gotten us from there to here and meant the world to us. You know, I got to say, I love Mother's Day as a holiday. I do too. Like some holidays, like I'm not the biggest Valentine's Day person in the world because I kind of feel like if you're in a relationship, you probably have an anniversary you do once a year and, you know, you should be showing each other love every day. So what is Valentine's Day for? But Mother's Day I love because while kids should be showing their mom love and appreciation day in, day out as they're growing up, once you leave your home, your mom has still given you so much that you've taken with you your whole life that I do love that there's a day now as an adult to be able to just really take a moment and say thank you to my mom. Or think about them and think about what they've imparted upon you and and given you. And so this is just a day that we wanted to step back because we have two incredible moms that we love and adore and cherish. And so Mary Beth Harrison, Donna Zima are going to join us today on the show. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what they're going to. This seemed like a good idea. I know. I'm regretting. I'm literally like kind of. I know. Our producer said, hey, you know, be, you know, it'd be cute. Let's get, let's get your moms on. Let's put this up. Mother's Day Sunday. This is going to be great. So we are doing this Mother's Day edition. And yeah, as we are on the precipice of bringing our moms on the air, this doesn't seem like a great idea anymore. Who's more honest than a mom? You know, I, that's what I'm afraid of. I, I mean, my mom, I, I, I'm hanging out with her. I walk out the door and she says, what are you wearing? That's horrible. You know, she's very honest. So what's she going to say when she's been given the mic? That's a question. You, uh, you're, the dynamic with your mom is incredible. <laughs> and before she comes on, when you think about your mom, what do you think about? I think about how she gave me confidence, strength, independence. That's the first thing I always go to with my mom, because though I might like, I laugh about the criticism, right? But the thing is the criticism over the years prepared me for the world. And while she might um, give her opinion on things, my mom also always applauded me on everything, uh, told me I'd done a great job, told me I was smart. 
And at the end of the day, what do you want more from a parent other than to feel loved and for them to make you feel like you can go out into the world and succeed? Those to me are the two biggest things. And I got both of those from my mom. So I'm so blessed and grateful. When I think of being a parent, uh, now that I've had my turn at this and still going, but loving them as much as you can and being present in their lives to me are the other two main columns of being a parent. And when I think of my mom, she was that she was present and loved me. I, I never didn't feel that love for my family and that support from her and that I could just go out and try stuff and push myself. And no matter what it was, even getting into the crazy world of television, she supported that. And Probably shouldn't have. That's a crazy idea. Some, <laughs> you know, kid from Texas who has no links to this business is going to go be a sportscaster or a newscaster. Like, that's nuts. What's interesting is that my mom did not support me getting into this at all. So it's kind of amazing, actually, that we're both sitting here, right. that we've had careers. And we should ask our moms about no, that No today. two roads are the same. And, and they both worked. But but I think at the end of it, we both felt loved. And you you we both felt that they were present in our lives knew who our friends were, knew what we were up to. Um, They were strict, yet loving. Well, should we bring them on? Should we do it? Let's push go. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. So we're going to start this with my mom. (gasps) The queen, the icon, the legend. Mary Beth Harrison, (laughs) the queen, the icon, the legend. Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you. Happy Thank Mother's you. Day. Thanks for making me a mother. Well, I, you started it um, <laughs> two and a half years before me. 
And uh, you did such a bang up job with uh, my brother, Glenn. You said, you know, let's do this again. Let's run that back up the flagpole and see what happens. Chances. I've already got a launch into interview mode. I don't know the answer to this. Mary Beth, how did you guys decide to have Chris? Was it that you wanted to give Glenn a a little brother? Were you hoping Chris would be a girl? We were very specific about it. We wanted them to be no more than two and a half years apart. And the funny thing is they share a half birthday. We, we celebrate half birthdays in my family. You know, when you were one, then you were one and a half and then you were two. Yeah. So we celebrate half birthdays. So Chris's birthday is Glenn's, his brother's half birthday. So they are legitimately two and a half years apart. Six okay. months to the day. There's There's got to be a parenting award for birth order there. <laughs> you crushed it. They're really, I mean, I don't want to think about how precise my parents were, but they were really precise. That's, <laughs> that's an image you don't want in your head. <laughs> no, and, and it wasn't planned that way. It just so happened that way. But anyway, that it worked out perfectly. And so. one thing before I kind of turn it over to LZ, you guys were so young. You were babies having babies. That's going to say children raising children. When I think about having gone through what I've gone through as a dad, it helped to have years of experience, a little money in my pocket, you know, just having that, having you guys uh, ma, you know, a mom and a dad and a brother to help support. What was it like for you guys? Because when you had me, you were 20 years old. I honestly, if I had to do it over again, I'd do it the same way because I know me well enough to know that I am a, it's all or nothing. And so if I had ever started in the workforce, I would have been so focused on that, that I don't know that I would have been as focused as a mother as it was, I didn't go to work until you boys were older. I I might have done some part-time stuff. I mean, I taught dance and exercise for years, but I always did it when you were in school. So I was home when you were home. And that was really important to me. I didn't want someone else raising my children and teaching them to say please and thank you. Um, so I that was really, that was important to me. And and I I had older parents. I was the youngest of four, as you know. And so I my parents were older and I was always so envious of, those my friends that had younger parents. And so I look back on it and, you know, I, I could keep up with you all. I could, and there was nothing that we didn't go do. Keep up with us. You lapped us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mary Beth, I started crying. (laughs) It's funny when you hear her words, do they sound kind of familiar? Like, I only do things one way. I'm all in. Oh, I'm all, yeah. <laughs> like, someone named Chris Harrison. Yes. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, Mary Beth, I really just started crying. I've never heard you say that. That's so to say. I, I there, there's something so powerful about because you know part of your story is okay. I, I became a mom young, and it didn't. We didn't plan it that way exactly. But to hear you say you would do it all over again, the exact same way. What a beautiful perspective to look back and think. But I was all in, and I had all this yeah. focus, 100. Yeah. percent Wow. When you raise two boys that came out as great, and and I, you know, I always say they survived despite me. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like I had a book or anything, but um, I had great role models as you had your dad and I. Um, I had my parents to look up to, which was a house full of love. I mean, if, honestly, I was raised. I laughingly said this to someone yesterday. I was raised somewhere between Leave It to Beaver and Ozzie and Harriet. If you remember those old shows, um, <laughs> it was you know that quote unquote perfect. Right. Childhood. It wasn't until I got to college that I realized people, everyone doesn't live like that. Everyone doesn't have that kind of life. And so I had a phenomenal example. And, you know, sadly, we only know what we know. I mean, we're raised how we're raised and we only know what we know. And so if we know love, then we we show love. If we don't, we aren't raised that way, then that's not how we're raised. So thankfully, I had a great role model, which I hopefully passed on to them as a great role model. And as I watch you, Chris, as a father, I clearly see we did one bang up job on that one because you are a phenomenal father, loyal brother, incredible friend. I mean, what a, yeah. I know. Thank you for making him for me, by the way. You handed me a, a perfect package. Um, yeah. I don't think, pleasure. let's not go perfect. <laughs> well, I got to no, sing his- We're pr- not going to say perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be careful. By the way, no, we, we have four questions we're going to ask you and, and the tone of that might apply to one of them. So we'll get to that. But real quick, I just have to sing his praises and he doesn't even know this yet, but we just moved the kids um, out of their dorm, Taylor and, and his house, Josh, for uh, the summer yesterday. And we, um, my friend Lindsay stopped by to see us because um, she lives really, she lives two minutes from where Josh is now. And 
she texted me last night and said, and she's a mom of a baby girl. And she texted me last night and said, I just keep thinking about how great Chris's kids are. And I keep thinking about what a great father he is. And I'm not joking. The next time I see him, I have to have a conversation with him and learn all I can from him about parenting. And I was just like, that's so sweet. I'll just, so send, that- her, I'll just send her to my mom. <laughs> we'll send her this podcast. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to laugh about that when people would say, oh, your boys are so good. And, and I would go, yeah, let's wait till they're 30 and they haven't, you know, stolen right. whatever <laughs> kids will do these days. Then come back and tell me what good right. boys they are. Oh, I like that. We made it. We, wait we, we wait made till it. they're adults to see how, see how they are. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. You know. Well, we've got four questions here that we wrote down. So this transitions perfectly. Number one, we need a mama pro tip. What would be your best piece of advice on parenting if you could only give one? Oh, that's easy. And it's really two. One is love them with everything you have in you. Show them love. Don't just, I mean, don't just, don't just tell me I'm one of those. Don't, don't give me words. Show me with your actions. You can tell me you love me all day long, but if your actions don't go with it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship as an adult or any other time. But more importantly to me is self-confidence. I taught preschool for what, nine years, Chris, I guess. And my whole thing was your kids may not know how to spell their name, but they're going to feel so good about themselves that they don't care. And that's my whole, I was raised that way with my dad. If you want to be president, honey, you go be president. If you want to be the best trash collector in the world, go be the best trash. But whatever you do, do it well, but you can do it well. And so self-confidence is everything for children, everything. That makes so much sense because every time I, I mean, when I describe you to other people, Mary Beth, probably the the words I use the quickest are like, she is a force. She is so strong. She gets it done. She is a businesswoman. She is like, that is how I describe you right off the bat. All right, Chris, you want to take one? Um, Yeah. Greatest joy of being a mom. Doesn't, obviously this doesn't have to be a specific me story. This could be. I know I have a brother, so maybe, but no, what, what is there, is there a moment where as a parent, you, you just had this overwhelming feeling of joy you or know, accomplishment? Um, for me, it's watching you and your brother, because from the time I brought you home from the hospital, your brother adopted you as his best friend. And for me to watch that my entire life with you all, but to see it apply now as adults you guys going to mexico together to go fish last week is it's everything to me yeah so my greatest joy is watching you two and and as children you two trying to make each other laugh was (laughs) just joyful so i yeah that that's my joy is watching you two be best friends as children but to continue to be best friends that that's everything to me and he's definitely that yeah. I mean, it was so cute. It's so cute to see them together, Mary Beth, because you re- like they have the same laugh. They they laugh the same way. And if something makes them both laugh, it's like watching twins. It, it's so well, We were funny. on a group trip and, and some of these people did not know us. And they were like, oh my God, when we started talking, like you guys sound identical. Your mom's, <laughs> your mom said that because yes. she was here the night we left and she's like, um, Oh my gosh, you guys sound identical. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Chris, but you and Glenn used to answer the phone for each other so a date would call or a girl would call right. and you would answer and it was glenn's and and you, uh, your grandmother couldn't tell you two apart she'd start <laughs> talking thinking it was one of you and it was another so you all sound very very much alike on the phone not as much now as adults i don't think but you did as children yeah i i had more games so i handled the relationship situation that's what i was wondering yeah. like you flirted a bit yeah. for him you weren't you warmed the whole moment up i had it at an early age <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He'd have whole conversation with Glenn's girlfriends and they'd never know it wasn't Glenn. That's true. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's at the age when uh boys are like messing with girls trying to get them to like them. Uh they think that <laughs> they think that tactic works. Um, Mary Beth, uh, uh, piggybacking off that, how did you foster that friendship though? Because you hear from a lot of people like, I feel like my kids hate each other and they beat each other up and they bully each other. How did you foster two best friends as kids? You know. Lauren, if I thought I could clone that, I'd write a book about it. But I, Glenn knew that Chris was coming from day one. He used to talk to my stomach. I mean, I, I can remember being in the grocery store and, you know, I didn't allow him to have Captain Crunch and those kind of cereals. And he's, we're in the grocery store and I talk all the way through it with them. You know, we need this, we need that. And he said, we need some Captain Crunch. I said, no, no, we're not going to, we're not going to have that. And he, he kept going and going. And I said, I told you no. 
And he reached down and he started yelling, don't you want some Captain Crunch? And I said, Glenn, I'm, we're not talking about that. He said, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the baby. <laughs> but I, I, started it. I would jump in and say this, because you've, you've said this before, and it's actually true. And I did it to a certain degree. My mom would make us so mad at her that my brother and I would band together. So my brother and I beat the crap out of each other. We would go at it. I mean, just, you know, typical brother stuff, wrestling, fighting, hitting. We would beat the tar out of each other until usually I ended up crying. And my mom and dad, it drove them crazy. And so my mom would come in and do whatever to us. At one time, she actually made us kiss. That's a true story. Kiss and make up. And we were so mad at her. We forgot we were what even what we were fighting about. And so that was actually a great tactic that I've employed. I have never made my kids kiss. Um, but hey, it was the 70s. But that was funny that I, I remember that vividly that we would be beating the tar out of each other and five minutes later we would forget. And we were like, mom sucks. That's terrible. Come on. Common you know? enemy. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're going to be mad, then be mad at me and get yeah. over each other. Yeah, I, I hate fighting. I absolutely hate it to this day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not an I'm not an antagonist. Wow. Well, but that's kind of a psychologically brilliant Mm -hmm. ploy is to (laughs) unite against you. (laughs) I took that into coaching when I started coaching the kids in Little League and soccer and all that. If the kids were mad at me, then they couldn't be divisive. Mm. They couldn't worry about themselves. It was like they were a united front. All right, Mary Beth, we have one more question on our big four list. Sure. And it has to come from me because, well, I am marrying your son. Yeah, and welcome to the family. Oh, thank you. You guys have been so welcoming from the start. I can still remember that first Passover where I kind of met the whole crew and I was just like overjoyed with how loving of a family this overwhelmed was. Overwhelmed and overjoyed. <laughs> That's a lot. Overwhelmed in a good way. <laughs> Passover was fun. Us, yeah. We got to drink wine. Um, <laughs> but so what piece of advice would you have for me about being married to Chris? What would be a tip you'd have for me about being married to him for many years and making it a a happy relationship. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> we threw that at you. Love him. And as, as someone wisely said to me, if two givers get married, then a marriage will work. Mm. If a giver and a taker get married, they probably will work, but one's always going to feel kind of abused. And if two takers get married, there's no chance that a marriage is going to work. So very wise words that were said to me a long time ago when, before I got married and and it's true, but Chris is a giver. He he enjoys mm-hmm. giving. And so be a gracious receiver because that's his that's something that brings him joy is to give and to share. And so to not be as as gracious, and I used to say this to your grandmother too, Chris, be as gracious a receiver mm-hmm. as you are a giver, because you are also a giver. Uh Lauren, I've watched that with you. But you need to be equally as gracious a receiver. Wow, I'm going to soak that in today. Yeah. That's a because I I'm sitting here. I was processing your words, Mary Beth, as you were saying them and thinking, God, you're so right. Because one thing I have said that has made me fall in love with Chris from the beginning is we take care of each other. Like he's a great mm-hmm. partner, and you know I didn't have that in past relationships. I was. Um, I, I was the giver and I, I was, you know, with takers sometimes. Um, but that's, I, I actually think both of us could work on like the way that we receive and we, and I have to, um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Sorry. I'm processed. That was, that was really good. I'm going to go back and re-listen to our own podcast. So I make sure I hear every word of that. <laughs> Is there any doubt where I came from? Oh my gosh. And as you're sitting here saying things, Mary Beth, like he's a loyal person and, and love and those things. Those are words when I go describe somebody to Chris, some of the first words I say. So again, thank you for giving me this wonderful man that I get to marry. Hey, my pleasure. And happy Mother's Day. Thank Thank you you. for the love, the unconditional love, the support, being at every play and soccer game and football game. And Lord knows there were so many, but just like your parents taught you, the one thing I always talk about with my mom is that feeling of what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? And my mom instilled that in me and, and thinking people go, well, why did you ever get into sports casting? Why would you do TV? No one in my family ever did that. What drove you? And what drove me was I never thought I could fail. 
I just didn't think like that. And I am an eternal optimist and I always think green lights. And if it's going to be somebody, why not me? And that all came from this woman right here, my drive, my love. And I have, you know, my mom and my dad, but it's Mother's Day. And so um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for you giving me all that. Do you fast story about you of, as a child? Well, we'll see. I mean, okay. I don't think he turns that down. <laughs> we'll see. When Chris was, I don't remember, six, seven, I don't know, eight years old, somewhere in there, he started doing play-by-play of his brother. And so okay. it would be, here's Glenn getting up, and now he's going to go brush his teeth. Let's see, is he brushing the upper? Is he low? And there he is. Is he going to go for cereal? Is it going to be Cheerios or going to be Wheaties? And Glenn would be, Mom, make him stop. And if you, Chris, stop doing play-by-play of your brother. He did that for a long time. And who knew, as we were yelling at him to stop, that that would be his first career. <laughs> <laughs> getting into sports casting. And, yeah. You know, Mary Beth, I, I was going to ask you, when, when Chris told you this was what he was going to get into, were you surprised or did you already know? And maybe that story has is the answer. I, you know, I, he was uh, MC of, of this play at the, uh, the high school, high school talent was, show, he was high school talent show. He was, so it's not like we planned it. And certainly he thought that soccer was going to be his inroads to his life because he was played soccer from the time he could walk. Um, but I'm forever grateful to his college and to his advisors that got him in that direction. And he thrived. I mean, it's just, he's, he's got that. I love listening to him and I, more than anything, I love your interviews because it's not about you and it's never been about you and nor should it be. It's always about who you're talking to or who you're on air with or TV or whatever. And I've always admired that. And I know that was advice that was given to you early yep. on. The late, great Bill Deegan's. Yeah, it's not about you. Yep. And so his journey was, um, yeah, his journey was just a wonderful thing to watch. And no, I didn't see that coming. Um, but um, yeah, he's in, he just fit right into the right place. And I will say when you have a journey like that and you are on that ride, it means so much more when you have, because I always wanted to make my mom and dad proud. I always wanted to make my brother proud. I always wanted to answer to my grandparents, Mimi and Papa. And I think that is a huge thing for being a dad is it's, you have to be responsible to someone other than yourself, even your mom and dad, there's, it has to be bigger than you. And I always felt like our name was on the back of the Jersey and that's what I represented. And so that, that's what was instilled in me by you uh, among yeah. a million other things. And so I just want to say thank you. And I love you and thanks for doing this. And thank you for just being an amazing mother. Thank you. It was my pleasure. You were easy to be an amazing mother with. And uh, I'm sorry for as many times as people say, that's not your mom. That's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> she has great skin. She does. I mean, great skin. <laughs> also, thank you for the good genetics, Mary Beth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always say, we're just glad our parents had good skin. That's all, we can, that's all we're thankful for now. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. We I love, love you. you very much. Thanks, guys. Love being with you. So that was Mary Beth Harrison. I I mean, especially because it's funny that your brother was just, we hadn't mentioned this before, but Chris and his brother went on a trip, a fishing trip, a guy's fishing trip together. And I hadn't spent that much time with just you and your brother before. He was at the house with us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because other family was always around or kids or whatever. And to see you two together for the first time made me so happy because with a sibling, there's always that ease and uh, just to watch you two laugh together and reconnect. And to hear her say that that was her biggest joy of parenting. Oh my gosh, that really got me. And it's funny. I get that. You know, when I, I see that in my kids already, that that's what gives me great joy is when I. Yes. I, I see that even like when we were moving the kids out, yeah. there was one moment, I think you were starting to walk to the car and it was like, they were saying bye to each other, you know? Yeah. And it's, even yeah. though they're going to be together today, like Josh's, but still, I think they were just leaving this year of college together. Well, and you hear a silly story, like uh, we sent Taylor to the Taylor Swift concert. Yes. And it was a mess getting out of there. And she called her brother who was 45 minutes away and already in bed and said, Josh, come get me. And he woke up and, and he, he went woke up her. and went and get his sister. And you think sister. we did something right. Yeah, like, they are there for each other. Yeah, maybe that's one of the biggest tests of parenting is siblings. Well, we can ask my mom about it because me and my siblings are certainly close, but we've all had our moments. I am looking forward to this next interview. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Donna Zima up next. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. 
It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey dudes, this is Christine Taylor. And this is David Lasher. You may remember us as teenage co-stars on the Nickelodeon show Hey Dude back in the day. Now, decades later, we are together again as hosts of the Hey Dude the 90s Called podcast where we revisit amazing 90s nostalgia from music to movies to television and comedy we cover it all and we get to do it with an array of guests who made their mark in that magical era stars from saved by the bell married with children blossom clueless full house beverly hills 90210 the list goes on and david don't forget our number one fan Mr. Ben Stiller. How could I forget Ben Stiller? I mean, it was so nice for us to both meet him for the first time. He was an amazing <laughs> guest. We've also had on other 90s megastars like Jason Priestley, Melissa Joan Hart, Kel Mitchell, and Mayim Bialik, just to name a few. And there's so much more to come. So sit back, relax. You can even binge our episodes and make sure to catch a new one each week. Listen to Hey Dude, the 90s called on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, I'm looking for the most challenging guest award. <laughs> okay, let's That's get it That's what my goal is here today. And with Great. that, let me introduce Lauren's mom, Donna Zima. Queen, <laughs> empress, perhaps dictator, Donna Zima has joined us. Mom, thank you for being here. Oh, you're welcome. I'm happy to be here. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you so much. So this is a special Mother's Day episode of the podcast. We spoke to Chris's mom and we're going to speak to you. And oh. we have four questions for just, you know, 
kind of wanted to keep it streamlined and we're going to ask both of you the same questions. Um, but I have to say, mom, I mean, I, I was a little hesitant about this. I didn't know how it was going to go. And how did you feel joining the podcast here today? Well, I thought that you'd be asking me for my sage advice and wisdom on motherhood. So I've been thinking about it. Because <laughs> and be then I've been thinking about how I sidestep certain questions as to not embarrass one of my three children, <laughs> <laughs> well, which could be hard if I tell the truth. <laughs> everybody already has this amazing glimpse into y'all's life and your relationship. From, well, I've like shared... the other day, y'all were you were wedding dress shopping. Yes, and your mom very much disapproved of your outfit. In fact, I think she said she hated it. It was hilarious. Yes, <laughs> my mom is a. We... Go ahead, mother. We just are not charitable with each other when it comes to saying what we really feel about what it what anybody's wearing or doing or whatever. <laughs> That's our family. Sorry. It's very true. That is it's our so family. True. A family of lawyers. My parents, both lawyers, my brother, now a lawyer. My parents wanted me to go to law school. And, you know, we fight a lot and we laugh a lot. And actually, I think, babe, this was for you when you're first getting to know my family. I remember one day you, we had just, I forget who we'd just been hanging out with. Maybe it was with you and we, mom. And Chris goes, okay, I get it. You guys like, poke at each other a lot and you fight a lot, but you're like being funny. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and it's all out of love. And if you can't hang in the courtroom, that is the Zima family. So true. You are not going to make it. It's, so sink, true. it's sink or oh, you, swim. You've got to have some thick skin around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, mom, you prepared perfectly, which is very lawyery of you. Yeah. Um, and you're right. We are going to ask your advice. So question number one, if you could only give one tip, what would be your best advice on parenting? Learn how to say no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's, I think, a problem with a lot of parents that they want to make their kids happy and they don't know how to protect their kids from themselves. So you have to learn to say no, no, you can't do that. I know it's popular. I know you want to go there. I know you want to have this iPhone at, you know, six years old. But they have to learn to say no. I think that's the, the most important piece of advice for a parent. Too many parents want to be their kid's best friend, right? Yeah, that never works. And, and I will say, uh, getting to know Lauren and now you, Lauren, you've talked about this a lot, that your mom would, you know, I, I wouldn't say dictate, dictate who you were hanging out with, your friends made sure the path you were on. Yes. Because who you're hanging out with well, you always used to say, mom, like your, their friends are your kids kind of most important yeah. social structure yeah. and they dictate so much. And um, yeah, I mean, my mom would employ such phrases as I'm the mother and you're not. And oh, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> I still employ that one. That's, uh, that still works. And um, yeah, you were very much that you were protecting us from ourselves. That was a phrase you always said. One phrase that I love that was that uh, I think came from you was you said you've said before, with kids you can put the time in now or later. Oh, that is so true, and I see the the um, results of that in my own life so many times of people who didn't put the time in and they're still supporting adult children, etc. Something you never want to do. <laughs> well, speaking of somebody who Just is saying. speaking of someone who has hit three home runs in a row, uh, your two beautiful daughters, your amazingly talented uh, son, who's now a lawyer and, and his budding legal career of all the things, what is the biggest joy? What's what have you taken the most away from being a mom and, and watching these three incredible children grow? I think the biggest joy for me is seeing the three adults they've become and not so much their um their um successes in the employment arena although i'm very proud of that i'm the most proud and it gives me the most joy to see the adults they've become they're moral caring wonderful people and that's where i get my joy as a mom I love thanks that. mom she always used to say i want you to be a person of substance and you are all three of you are. Thank you. And you're with people of substance, which mm. makes it very, very wonderful in a family. Thank you. 
Uh oh, she's getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So. Well, we had such a great example, obviously, in you, mom. And I mean, we, I write this. I, I feel like my siblings and I write the same things in cards to you on your birthday and on Mother's Day. We are all always like sometimes we'll read each other's cards and we've almost almost always written basically the same thing, which is like, we wouldn't be he- where we are without you. Right. Oh no, now I'm going to get emotional. Why did we do this mother's day podcast? Oh my God. <laughs> but you know what? I was thinking about this earlier, you know, uh, in the words of others who come before me, it does take a village and your village included two very um, wonderful grandparents, mm-hmm. people of substance to, um, guide you and your father. So there's a lot of people involved in this mix. It's a, it's great on Mother's Day to to be honored as a mother, but mothers don't do it alone. That's for sure. That's true. Well, we had my mom's parents, uh, grand pops, and we would go to their house on the weekends. They lived about 35, 40 minutes away from us. So we spent a lot of time there. Um, but it all gets passed down. And then when I look at... Um, I mean, now even being with Chris's kids, I'm like, oh, I get it now. The cycle of things, because I'm taking a lot of what I learned from you into my time with them. So I'm very grateful. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff emanated from grand and pop. So all right. it down. The next question. That was the greatest joy of motherhood. What was the greatest challenge of motherhood? Oh, my God. There were so many. <laughs> And you guys were relatively great, well-behaved kids. Um, I think the greatest challenge of being a parent is to know when to let your kids make mistakes. That sometimes they just won't listen to you and you got to kind of let them go down the road and see. When did you do that? I won't. Oh, I won't talk about any particular examples. What in public? Well, Donna, I want to ask you one in particular because obviously, um, your dad, yes, a lawyer, your mom, lawyer, brother, lawyer. You, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, because this is an LZ story, wanted her to go to law school and did not want her to go into entertainment. My God, no! I cannot be one of these these parents that say says, "Oh, my daughter is successful because." I did so much to support her dream. No, here's what I thought. To be yeah. perfectly honest, yeah, I thought she's going to be starving in LA and I'm going to have to support her for the rest of her life. <laughs> so sorry, I was not one of those people. I, because it, as you know, it's so, the odds are against you to make it in that town. I know. I know. Chris is holding up the she Emmy. She proved me wrong. <laughs> she proved me wrong. She did. And but it I, takes that I, too, though. You have to, because the reason I love that is it. your daughter had to have the intestinal fortitude that obviously you gave her to know that path and to know she was strong enough to go do that. She did. She absolutely did. And I give her all the credit because she didn't have you know, a stage mom behind her pushing her saying, go, go, go. I'm like, oh, right. God, don't you want to be an accountant? Maybe <laughs> I mean, it's not a lawyer. How about an accountant? By the way, I argue with her and she would be an amazing lawyer. She really would. I be. have yeah. I have yet to win one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True that. The, the, apparently the dress really is blue, not green. <laughs> okay, Donna, um, because this is Mother's Day and I am honored enough to about to enter this family. Uh, and you will be my mother, I have to ask a very serious question. What do I need to know about your daughter as we take this huge step in life? I, if I have one piece of advice for you, and I think you already do this, keep her laughing. <laughs> Lauren thrives upon joy and laughter in her life. If you do that, you guys are going to be together till the day you die. That's so, so true. Wow. So true. I didn't expect you to say that, Mom. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I thought you would say- I know you pretty well. You do. I thought you'd pick up on something else like, um, I don't know, keep, but yeah, you're right. You're right. This That sums me up pretty well, actually. I'm really having a moment of feeling like my mom knows me as an adult, and I may be feeling like that for the first time. Well, we I, had some years when I, in like my 20s maybe, where I kept- I think there was a little conflict of you 
realizing or accepting who I was becoming as an adult versus who the the more teenager version of me you might have known. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, I would. There's there there was definitely some transition transition years. Yeah. Well, that's probably and that plus time. It's also a, a letting go too, right? Yeah. Because you you know, you you've like nurtured this wonderful human being from the time they came out of your body. And then, you know, at some point you're going to have to let them go. So it's a long process. I was about to say the same thing where it's that, (laughs) it's that point where you throw them out of the nest to see if they can fly, but you're still like holding your hands out a little Mm -hmm. bit until you realize, oh, they're flying. And then it's, and then it's hard to take that because you've done your job. And I remember, I remember you told me once that dad said to you, well, honey, the problem is like we raised them to fly away and encourage them to do it. And now we're upset that they did. <laughs> Which is the reason I live in Chicago by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't come see you enough. But Donna, in all seriousness, I marvel at what an amazing mother you have been. What an amazing mother you are. The relationship you have uh, with John, Christina and Lauren, the way they love you, the way they look up to you and idolize you. It's one of the things I fell in love with immediately with Lauren was your family, the family that you have built. You are definitely the matriarch of this family. There is no doubt about that. We fight, we laugh, we communicate, we over-communicate. I mean, one difference between you and I is like, I talk to my mom, my sister, and my brother all every day, multiple times a day. (laughs) (laughs) Chris fights less, maybe communicates a little less so but somehow we're we're making it work you have to get it elsewhere and i <laughs> it's good you have your family because i can't, i only have so many words mom i wanted to ask you chris's mom brought something up about how close um chris and glenn have stayed and like that's something i think again drew us to each other was that we're both just so close with our families how did you foster a situation where christina and i and john were such close siblings and still are now well, first of all, you didn't have much of a choice living on nine acres of land by yourself. That's true. We didn't have no any neighbors. neighbors. We didn't have any friends. <laughs> it was like, okay, you better get along with them because you've got nobody to play with. And this was, you know, the days before everybody was in front of a screen, right? So I think that did a lot to foster the closeness that you guys have. You only had each other many times. You know, it, it was like after school, you didn't go out and do a lot of things. You stayed at home. You were here on nine acres of land by yourself. Remember for a while, we didn't even have cable TV. So That's true. My mom wanted us to be readers, so we didn't have TV. No. Oh, Donna, I love the, tell me again, this is a great story I've heard about you. You would incentivize your kids with the chance to read. Most parents are, you get screen time. You can watch TV. You can watch movie. You, if the kids did great. You let them read. So they were excited <laughs> oh, yeah. just to get the opportunity to read a it's, book. Yeah. What what little nerds they were, Chris. Seriously. Did I have them completely uh, hoodwinked or you what? You did. But I, Brilliant. I did. I did used to say, hey, you want to stay up? You know TV or whatever, but you can read. So that was always my little sneaky way. We're also learning from this podcast the psychology that is used oh. in being a mom and how you tricked us into so many things. And by the way, it's oh, sounding yeah. like I grew up. Like, I, I, I don't know, in some kind of isolated society, but we, did. we didn't have cable TV because you wanted us to read. And you did say, getting back to the siblings thing, it was always, you're, these are the people who are going to be your friends for life. And actually, I remember even when I was in middle school, because everybody's the worst in middle school, I wanted my own room and you made Christina and I always share a room, always. Yeah. And, you know, as a result, you two are probably like the closest sisters I know. I'm very proud of that because you're right. When, when I'm gone, who are you going to have each other? That's your family. So, well, and that is also why I can never be alone. So Chris is really benefiting from that. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, thank you. I didn't think you would, I didn't think you would. um, I, I thought you might make fun of me more on this podcast, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm keeping myself in check. Let's let's end on a high note. I feel like we're really <laughs> leaving a good emotional space right now. We love you so much and happy yes. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you guys. Love you both. Love Mwah. you. Okay, we're off the hot seat. I my, I was a little nervous. I know you were. It is funny when, you know, my mom, they brought her on one of my one of the specials one time and she was live on network TV and I just 
Okay, that's nerve-wracking. <laughs> and, and you're just like, oh God, please let this go good. And she, of course, crushed it and she was amazing. She made me cry that night and and again today. And I, I know there's that trepidation when our moms get on. Why Why is that? Like, we can have- Because it's a part of our lives that we've kept pretty quiet and secret. You know, like we're hosts. We don't live- actually that out loud. So when you open up a little bit more of our lives, it's a little nerve wracking. I also think that you can be the most successful. You can be at the top of your career. You can be a name known the world over and nobody can like bring you back like your mom. You know what I mean? So it's- If they've done their job, which both of ours have, they have this amazing ability to make you feel like you are 12 years old again. By the way, (laughs) speaking of doing their jobs- did, were they? They both just crushed being they, interviewed. They did. I know. They they, they were sh- ready with their sound bites. They came prepared with answers. They spoke succinctly. That's because I, they're both incredible business women too. I, I think. look for a Mary Beth Donna Zima podcast coming soon. Wow, moms on moms, moms on moms, moms on momming. Yes, um, but thank you to our moms. We to, love you to Mary so Beth, much. To Donna, we love you so much. You guys have been amazing to both of us and now to both of us together as one big family. And it, this is just our way of reaching out to you to let the world know how much we love and appreciate you, but also to show the love to all of you and to all the incredible moms out there. Yes. We wanted to share a little of their wisdom because um, we both admire both our own moms and mm-hmm. each other's and have learned so much from them. And thank you and all our love to the moms, whoever that might be in your life. For some people, it's you know, mom or aunt or a friend who came into your family's life, whatever figure was that loving, maternal, guiding light that you needed. Thank you. And uh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. To all the moms out there. And we'll talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.